0: Hello and a warm welcome to our fourth podcast in the conveyancing and Connections series of PCS Pods. I'm Kate Forsyke and I'm a Director of PCS Legal and today I'm joined by one of our own, Lauren Reynolds, who is a conveyancer, also from PCS Legal, who is going to answer some of our conveyancing questions. So welcome, Lauren. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. So I'm going to ask you some burning conveyancing questions. So, the first one is, what does a conveyancer actually do?
1: So, a conveyancer is someone who helps you through the, um, the process of selling a buying or the mortgaging process of a property transaction. So, a conveyancer is someone who specialises in the legal aspect of transferring property from one person to another.
0: Brilliant. Okay, so what is the difference between a solicitor and a licensed conveyancer? This is a question I get asked quite a lot so it'd be good to
1: put it out there. It's a burning question everyone (laughs) always asks isn't it? So the main and I personally feel somewhat the only difference between a solicitor and a licensed conveyancer is that they are regulated by different governing bodies. So solicitors are regulated by the SRA which is the Solicitor's Regulations Authority and licensed conveyances are regulated by the CLC which is the Council for Licensed Conveyances. So, their knowledge and training within the property industry remains exactly the same, despite the differences between perhaps examination processes. But in terms of our knowledge, we all have the same knowledge. We all know how to handle a transaction for our clients. Brilliant. Well, thank you for clearing that up. That's great.
0: So, are legal fees fixed or are they charged per hour?
1: So, our legal fees at PCS Legal are fixed fees, which are based on the property value, So if during the transaction, different tasks need to be completed, which may arise through um, any, for example, if there's a leasehold property or if it's a new build property, there are some additional fees that may crop up during the transaction. But our clients are made aware of the breakdown of any additional fees at the start of their transaction. So this then complies with the CLC code of conduct by ensuring that all of our clients are aware of all potential costs. Perfect. So do you think it's best to shop around for the cheapest conveyancing quote? I personally don't feel like it's best to shop around for the cheapest quote. I don't think it's necessarily the best option. I feel that when choosing a solicitor or licensed conveyancer to act on your behalf, you should be looking at the firm itself and what they actually have to offer. So I know PCS Legal offer a VIP package, which helps to expedite matters and push transactions through as quickly as possible. Um, I think it's better to look at what firms have to offer rather than fees themselves. Cheapest quotation isn't necessarily the best work that you're going to get from your conveyancer. Perfect.
0: Okay, so when do, would a client need to pay their conveyancing fees?
1: So, at the start of the transaction, we do request money on account for a transaction in order to get the ball rolling for clients. For example, on a sale file for requesting any language documents. However, the money on account is taken into consideration when your legal fees are due. Once you've exchanged contracts, your conveyancer will send over a completion bill and statement. And this is usually five working days on average in between exchange and completion. So the legal fees will be due during this time frame and at least one working day before completion, but they're not due at the start of the transaction. Okay, great. So what can
0: I expect from my initial meeting with my conveyancer? So first of all, if I was selling the property, what would I need to prepare in advance?
1: So, in your initial meeting or telephone call of your conveyancer, you can expect to be introduced to your conveyancer themselves. They will explain to you the general timeframes for a transaction, the key steps, along with any direct contact details for them. Your conveyancer will reassure you that they can be contacted with any queries that you have and make you feel at ease with the transaction process. You will be asked to complete an ID um, process at this stage, where you have to present your ID via our app or by a person. You'll also be asked to gather any documentation that you have, so any recent boiler services that you've had completed, or any alteration documents for a sale that you've had completed as well, such as chimney removal, or any sensor um, certificates for any replacement windows, anything like that. And would would it be any different if I was buying a property? If you were buying a property, we would ask you for any ID, which would remain the same process as it would a sale. And we would also ask you for any proof of funds that you have. So usually six months bank statements, any gift or documents if you're obtaining a gift or any help to buy or um, LISA documentation. Perfect. Okay, so when is the best time
0: to instruct a conveyancer if I was selling a property?
1: The best time to instruct your conveyancer um if you're selling or you're buying. So let's take for example yourself So if you're selling a property, we would recommend instructing a conveyancer as soon as you start looking for um putting your property on the market. If you were buying, we would suggest Instructing solicitors as soon as you're looking to purchase, so we can get all of your ID sorted and proof of funds checked and ready. So, we offer at PCS Legal a fast move scheme, which means that you can fill out all of your paperwork for sale or purchase prior to finding a property or listing your property with them on the market. We suggest that this saves at least two weeks on your time scale, so it is really worth doing. Okay, brilliant. So, how will I be updated on my sale and purchase, and also how often? So, at PCS Legal, we do offer an online portal which all clients have access to to check the progress of their transactions. The portal is set up to show the key stages of a transaction for both sale, purchase, remortgage, transfer of equity, um, whichever you've instructed the conveyancer to complete. So, the conveyancer will then mark off and complete each stage as it's been achieved. You'll be notified via the update for either a text message or an email Your conveyance will also call you and email you with reports and updates throughout the transaction as well. So they'll keep you updated every step of the way. So each milestone you'll receive a full update.
0: Okay, and what happens on the day of completion or moving day, as I like to usually call it?
1: Would you like to start with sale or purchase? Uh, let's start off with the sale first then. <laughs> so with the sale, what will happen is we'll make sure that we've got, if you've got a mortgage on the property, we'll make sure that we've got a final redemption statement made up to the day of completion. And we will also obtain an estate agent's invoice. So that is all paid for by ourselves. We cover all of that. It's one less stress for our sellers. <laughs> Um, and then we we await the funds from the buyer solicitor. They'll send them to us, hopefully first thing in the morning, but it will definitely be by two o'clock on the day of completion. Um, we hope, as that's the contractual time. So what will happen is they'll send us the funds. And if it's just a simple, straightforward sale, then we will give you a call once the keys can be handed over to the estate agent and once completion has taken place. If it's a purchase, for example, if you've got a sale and a purchase, we will then send the funds over from your sale to the seller solicitors for your purchase. Again, once we have confirmation that um, the funds have been received by the seller solicitors on a purchase, then we will give you another call to say you can collect the keys for your new home and congratulate you. Brilliant. Okay, and lastly, have you got any sort of tips for buyers at all? So my main tip for any new buyers would be to be as organised as possible. Get everything ready as soon as you can and ahead in advance and instruct your conveyancer as soon as you possibly can. It will help with the timeframes and it will help you to speed everything along. Brilliant. Well, thank you very, very much
0: for for joining us today. And hopefully you've given our listeners some, some really good advice there. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me.